Hey guys, welcome to number 128 ever episode of Wins Talk with Chase. I am Chase Coburn, and today we are back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. And today it's not just going to be me previewing the Wizards for 76ers game. It's going to be my friend Miles as well. Miles Leibowitz, big 76ers fan, one of my best friends. Miles, welcome to the show. Um, hi, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here. Anyway, let's get started. Absolutely. And you know, if you're listening to my podcast, you know how we start. We start with the injuries, and then we go to the starting lineup. Injuries for the Wizards, Bradley Deal is currently listed as questionable for this game in health and safety protocol, but it does look like he is not going to play, which will definitely hurt the Wizards. And for the 76ers, Ben Simmons, he's been out for a while already, so we don't even need to mention him. Danny Green, Shake Milton, and Matisse Steibel are out. And moving on to the starting lineup, the probable starters for both of these teams. For the Washington Wizards, Spencer Dibbity, Corey Kisberg, and Davis Caldwell Pope, Kyle Kuzma, and Daniel Gafford looks like the five they're going to be starting. For the Philadelphia 76ers, the five they're going to be starting most likely is Tyrese Maxey, Seth Curry, Forkon Korkmaz, Tobias Harris, and Joel Embiid. So, Miles, I just mentioned how I wasn't going to talk about Ben Simmons, but I actually will. Because right now, the Philadelphia 76ers are succeeding without – Ben Simmons. How have you seen it? You're a 76ers fan, right? You watch them. How have you seen a difference to you between the 76ers with Ben Simmons and the 76ers without Ben Simmons? Yes, and I've actually seen a difference uh, for the better. All right. I mean, it all goes down to teamwork and morale. Without Ben Simmons, they have more teamwork and more morale. Absolutely. Ben Simmons is really ruining that chemistry, but he is a really talented basketball player. And I think it just shows how talented the 76ers are to still be a successful team without a defensive player of the year candidate like Ben Simmons, a three-time all-star like Ben Simmons. I think it's actually more, uh, instead of talking about kind of how Ben Simmons was kind of struggling last season, I think it more goes into how good the 76ers are doing without him and how they've been able to adjust. And that's great coaching by Doc Rivers, and that's great playing by Joel Embiid and others on the team. But we're not talking about the 76ers today. We're talking about the 76ers versus the Wizards. Miles, what's your prediction? My prediction is um, Sixer, my prediction is the Sixers win by the Sixer, the final score is 113 to 9 to 97 Sixers. It's a 16 point win. And that makes sense. You know, 76ers, I also have the winning by double digits, 114 to 103. To me, I mean, we kind of have similar scores, like, you know, similar around points. To me, I just think it will be lower scoring because the Wizards are missing Beal. Definitely impacts their scoring. And 76ers are also missing guys like Danny Green and Shade Bill and those guys. Get on the uh, get on the score sheet as well, so that will definitely be a key factor. And I think two seven two uh two hundred seventy points in today's game will definitely be reasonable. But what's the whole point in saying your prediction if you can't give reasons to back it up? Well, you guys know how I give reasons to back it up. It's by going to my Coburn's catch. I think the 76ers will win because of Joel Embiid's ability. He put up thirty six points the last time he played the Wizards, and I just don't see the Wizards being able to stop him. Also, the Wizards are playing more of their offensive players right now with Beal out. 
because they're missing that offensive power, and that hurts the Wizards' overall defense since they can't play their great defensive players. Joel will be hard to stop, put up over 30 points, and lead the 76ers to a double-digit point win on MLK Day. Miles, why will the 76ers win? Well, what you said, but also we we have multiple um, shooters on our team that are very versatile. I mean, even Embiid, who's a center, can shoot. I mean, something that Ben Simmons never was able to do. And, uh, I mean, we have an all-around good team. We can shoot mid-range, three-point, at close range, paint shots. We have an easy chance to win. I And I agree with you, Ben's... Um, and Bede put up over 30 points and lead Sixers to victory. Yeah, and, you know, you're, ta- you're you know, kind of how I have a cohort's catch. Yours is Lebo is listed. What are the players you think will stand out? Like, list some players for me. I think definitely Embiid will stand out. I mean, they can't stop him. I think he's easily going to put up 32 points, 12 rebounds, and three blocks. Yeah, and that kind of spoils uh, one segment. But don't worry, I think that's kind of obvious on who we have as our uh, who you got. But we'll get to that and we'll explain why once we get to that point of the episode. But we got to move on to spread time. Right now, 76ers minus four, Wizards plus four, over under 215 and a half. To me, I'll pick the over just barely. Again, I have 217 points. 76ers minus four, though, miles. Will the 76ers cover? Uh, I think they will cover. I think they'll, I, but I think the percentage should be way higher. So what kind of spread? Like uh, I'm, I'm thinking minus. like from like um Sixers minus ten. That makes sense. You know, to have a favorite by ten points, double digits is really hard to have that favorite of basketball because there are so many upsets in the NBA, especially this season. Every now and then, like we just saw like, an inter Portland Trailblazers team beat the Washington Wizards. Like, when does that ever happen? Like, a, a good Wizards team that was definitely improving, they were getting better, and an injured Portland Trailblazers team. But it didn't matter. The Portland Trailblazers still were able to win, and we've just seen so many upsets. So, to me, I can't put the spread at double digits. I do have the 76ers winning by double digits. But to me, putting a spread at double digits is very hard. So, I have 76ers minus 8.5, Wizards plus 8.5, over under 217 and a half. I would pick the under, and I still would pick the Philadelphia 76ers. Moving on to fantasy outlook, I have Joel Embiid getting 55 to 65 fantasy points. I have Kyle Kuzma getting 40 to 45 fantasy points. I have Seth Curry getting 35 to 40 fantasy points. And I have Daniel Gavard getting 20 to 25 fantasy points. Miles, we keep talking about Joel Embiid. The other sixer that I do think is going to stand out, get 35 to 40 fantasy points, is Seth Curry, right? The Wizards' three-point shooting defense has not been what they wanted to see uh, when it, what opposed to their three-point shooting defense this season. Really allow a lot, they really allow a lot of guys to be open. And Seth Curry is one of the most efficient three-point shooters to play the game. What do you see Seth Curry doing today? I see Seth Curry make, getting double digits and just three-point shots. I mean... Yes, the Wizards' three-point is bad, and and if Seth Curry gets open, it's money, money, money. 
Absolutely. Again, I'm pretty sure he's the most efficient shooter, three-point shooter in the history of the National Basketball Association. So really explains to you his talent. And I really do think with the the three-point shooting defense that he is going to have a good game. Again, get double-digit points. Like Miles said, well, four more three-pointers and the 76ers will win the game. One of the reasons why right there. What punctuation do you put on that percentage? I have no idea how ESPN has the Wizards uh, having a 54.3% chance to win because that is unbelievably underrated this year's Philadelphia 76ers team. Joel B dominated the Wizards recently, and the 76ers have won nine out of the last 10 games against the Wizards, and now will jump up to 10 out of 11 when they win this afternoon. However, the off-the-court nonsense that is going on with Ben Simmons getting traded has definitely hurt the 76ers. You know, they keep talking about it on the media and all of that. And that makes all of their games a step closer uh, when you look at the margin. But it will still be too much for the Washington Wizards to handle the 76ers. And the Wizards will fall all the way back down to 500 after they had a chance to go three games over 500 the other night. Miles, do you agree? Would you give it, would you give it an exclamation point like I have it? Of course I give an exclamation point. There's no way that the Sixers percentage is going to be only 54. That's even the Wizards. That means the 76ers even lower than that. And, you know, that definitely explains, um, you know, I think ESPN got this one wrong. And like you said, I think definitely an exclamation point would be right there. Last but not least, who you got? Who's going to be the best player in the game? Miles, who do you have? I have Embiid for reasons like, they cannot stop him. I Like I said, I think he's easily going to put up 32 points, get 12 rebounds, and three blocks. I think he's easily going to get a double-double. Absolutely. He's averaging a double-double on the season, 27 points, over 27 points, almost 11 rebounds. To me, I think Joel Embiid will be, be the best player, like you said, because he just dominates. And, yes, Daniel Gafford has done good on him this season to how centers do against Joel Embiid. In general, it's still not successful, and Embiid still dominates. So to me, I think Jamal Embiid, again, double-double, 34 points, 16 rebounds, or two blocks, shoots 71% of the field. And I think when you look at assists and steals, it's not really Embiid's stats. He's a big man, but he'll still put up a nice three assists, and he will put up one steal. You know, Miles, this is going to be an interesting game. It happens at 2 o'clock. I cannot wait to see what the Wizards can do against Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers. Wizards, two and I'm sorry, 76ers, two and a half games behind number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Miles, do you think the 76ers have a good chance to be the number one seed in the Eastern Conference? Oh, easy. If they keep playing the way they will, they'll be they'll be the number one seed in no time. And ESPN's power rankings had the 76ers higher. And I totally agree, especially with all the 76ers have been playing recently. I agree with them being higher, I'm sorry, higher than the Brooklyn Nets, who are the, currently the number one seed in the Eastern Conference around that mark. I just think that makes sense. I think the 76ers are one of the best teams in the NBA. And I do think they will finish with the number one seed in the Eastern Conference if they continue to play. They have been playing recently. And if they do that, it will also be tough for the Wizards to win. Let's hope the Wizards win. Right, Miles? No. Uh, all right. Oh, I do want the 76ers to win. All right, that's going to have to do it for today's episode. I'm Chase Coburn, alongside Miles Leibowitz. Miles, thank you for coming on the show today. And, of course, as always, I'll see you next time. Peace.